Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Uh-huh, Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Mm, yeah, I do. <laughs> Man, God been so good to me over the years. In spite of all the mistakes I've made, in spite of all the dirt I've done to myself, I'm talking about went in knowing I was wrong. His grace and mercy has forgiven me for all of my sins. God can forgive you of all of your sins. Everything you've done, God can forgive you. He can wipe your slate clean. Now, now might, you might have some um, you know, things you've got to deal with because of some of your actions. Understand that. But you can wipe your, slates, you can wipe your slate clean with God and start again. You can repent. God has mercy and grace. You could be forgiven by God. Now, people, that's another story. Some people may never forgive you for it. You've heard them or, or maybe they're accusing you of doing something else, but, you know, they may never forgive you. But God, God is in the redemption business, man. God will forgive you for every sin you've ever committed. But you got to want forgiveness now. And then you got to come correct. Because what you can't do is you can't shoot him to crap now. You, you can say that conversation with him. You know, whatever, whatever you told your lawyer, whatever whatever you told the victims, whatever you told, whatever the story is you got going, if it ain't the truth, you can say that with God. Because please know he know. And he know your heart. He know if you're trying to manipulate somebody just for the system, if you're trying to say this just so you can get out. He know all of that. So if you're planning on shucking him and jiving him, Save your breath. 
before you wind up digging yourself in a deeper hole. Just, just let me give you that piece of advice because he ain't nothing to play with. He's too great to be played with. And so with that in mind, I want to share some positive stuff with you this morning, man. I want to say this. I want to remind you not to let your circumstance and your situations dictate your future or your results. I'm going to say this again. This is important information, man. Don't let your circumstance and situations dictate your future or your results. Do you know that in order to get the, a different future or some different results, you control that entire situation. It is you. It is your thoughts that control the entire situation. It is how you look at the situation that will determine how the situation is for you. See, the same situation can be totally different for two different people because you can say, you look at the examples of history, just, just look, look in your neighborhood. How can, there was a book that a guy wrote one time who had the name, he had a name, and he did some research, and he found a guy that grew up at the same age in the same neighborhood as him with the exact same name. He went on to become a corporate CEO. The other man was a, 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 an inmate. And they had the same name, grew up in the same neighborhood. They were both brothers. You know, not, I'm just saying brothers, uh, men. And and they grew and they went to different because how can two different two people the same situation and the results turn out so different? It is because of the thought process of one was completely different from the thought process of the other. You control it. You don't have to let your circumstances and your situations dictate your future or your results. Here's the way it works. This is so you can understand this. Your mind is the controlling factor of your thoughts. Your thoughts are the controlling factor of your outcome. The Bible says, a man is as he thinketh. Please don't short play this scripture here because this one is the real deal. This is the basis of every uh, self-improvement book you'll ever read. It's already written in the Bible. The Bible has all the information you need, but in case you need a little bit of clarity in some simple modern-day language, then they have self-improvement books. They are all based on biblical scripture. A man is as he thinketh. That's why Norman Vincent Peale wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking. That's why a book came out called The Magic of Thinking Big. That's why a book came out called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It, it, all, of you, all these titles that I've read that have mattered in my life the most, these three major books that I've read, they all say one thing, think, thinking, thoughts, because that's what controls the outcome. Your brain works one of two ways it works positive or negative it works good which is under the column of positive or to work evil which is under the column of negative it will have faith which is under the column of positive or you will operate in fear which is in the column of negative that is the only way your mind works your mind is a factory that's comprised of workers. Those workers are controlled by two formants, forming positive and forming negative. But guess what? The CEO of the company, the head man, the boss, is you. 
You come to work in the morning and you say, man, today is a great day. I'm going to take steps towards brightening my future. I'm going to take another step into making that dream come true that I've been thinking about. I'm going to take another step forward in the development and the changing of my life in a positive, good direction. If you come to work and say that every day as the CEO, the boss, the foreman's can only obey you. So that what you just said was a series of positive statements, then forming positive steps to the forefront. He said, I got you, boss, right away. He turns around, he blows the whistle. He alerts all the workers in the factory. Today is a good day. Today we will take steps towards our future. Today we are putting ourselves on track to get a little bit closer to making our dreams come true. Today we will be assembling all the things we need to make our dreams come true and our life better in the right direction. Everybody, break. The workers in the factory turn around and manufacture thoughts to justify the orders given by the boss, which is you. You are the CEO of your corporation. If you don't own nothing else, you own everything that's going on between your two ears. You are the CEO of that corporation. If that corporation is a good one, it's because you set it up that way. If your corporation is a bad one, it's because you set it up that day. If, if you try, if you pushing towards your dreams and you see the possibility of things happening in your life, it's because you as the CEO set it up that way. If you ain't got nothing popping, if you just want to be a criminal taking stuff from people, throwing your life out the window, you're going to be an inmate, you're going to be sitting up there and you're going to be mad at everybody. You ain't got nobody to be mad at but you. You understand what I'm telling you this morning. Uh-huh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, the greatest morning show on earth. Today's show is dedicated to the reliable, dependable, unconquerable chicken farmers. All of you out there (laughs) who take care of chickens, who have given us years of joy, (laughs) who don't love chicken. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Raw chicken, stewed chicken, baked chicken, barbecued chicken, fried chicken, minced chicken, yes, diced chicken, chicken salad, chicken fricassee, chicken soup, chicken soup, yes. Chicken Aberdeen. Chicken fried. Chicken with almonds. Hot chicken. Cold ass chicken. Orange chicken. Orange chicken. Thank the Asian community. Orange chicken. Lemon pepper. One of my favorite damn dishes. Oh, Lord. Not the LP. Lemon pepper. The LP. Chicken wings. Chicken tips of the wings. Yes, yes. Flat. Flat. Thank you. Flat. Flat. Oh, yeah. Flat. Like a flat. good flat. So that's a heck of a morning. Congratulations yeah. to all Thank the chicken farm. farmers Do out your there. thing. Do your thing. Yeah, love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. For all. What's the lifespan of a chicken? And look what's on. Commercial on TV just popped up. <laughs> Doggone it. Let's throw in a hand clap for the colonel. <laughs> the colonel. Put your hands together for churches. Thank Come you. on. I'll wait. Church it. Put it up. Put it up. Popeyes. Popeyes. That's me. There you go. Give it a little bit of love. Pour your loco. Pour your loco. That crazy.
Easy chicken. Down south in Florida. Tropical delight. Come on. Oh. Tropical <laughs> delight. Buffalo wings. Buffalo oh, what? Wing stop. Might as well throw it. Yeah, throw yeah. wing stop in there. Yes, yes, yes. And Lord have mercy. Come on now. Don't forget this one. I don't. This ain't national. <laughs> it's local. Yeah, yeah. but. It was on St. Clair uh-huh. in Cleveland. Yes. Mm-hmm. I used to cut class to go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wangs was five for 25 cents. Wangs. <laughs> Show your love for Dippies. Dippies, y'all. Dippies. Dippies. Oh, I ain't had Dippies. Uh-uh. Oh, Dippies was this one. Oh, man. Good morning, Shirley. Chicken, Good morning, sir. How are you, dear? Jerk chicken. I can't stop Chick-fil-A. Hold oh, on. Man. Greatest chicken sandwich ever invented of all time. Whoever decided to put a pickle on that. What? Uh-huh. Yes. What? Yes. Who is the genius? Yeah. Said, all this needs is a pickle. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, didn't he kill it? Killed it with a pickle. We spent the entire break thanking chicken. The break is up. Yeah. Thank That's you. A damn shit. I didn't even know you could talk that much about chicken. Six black people talk about chicken. God. You we can do four things. hours if you want. The whole show. We can do the whole show about chicken, man. Yeah. Shout out to Tucky. Tucky. All right, we'll be back with Steve Harvey's Daytime Stories at 32 After. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our CEO, our beloved one, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> has a daytime story about the morning crew. But, Jay, you want to explain it? Before oh, what he's going to do is take very well-known candies, mm-hmm. describing each person on the show. Real candy. Can we have some little Tommy music? Yeah, because you sound like Uncle Steve <laughs> right now. Music. It's time for it. Yeah, we got to. Well, well, well. <laughs> Welcome to Steve Harvey's Daytime Story. Hey, Uncle Steve. Hey, Uncle Steve. Hi, boys and girls. Hey, Uncle Steve. And today's daytime story is all about candy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Candy. What baby candy. don't like candy? I love candy. Candy is wonderful. It's wonderful. It decays your teeth. It does things. It's the reasons dentists are as rich as hell. Oh, it's all right. Don't worry about that. That ain't the last time you're going to hear Wait till you do something wrong. I'm going to say another one. Oh, you're going to get cussed smooth out. Well, gather around, boys and girls. I'm going to tell you about the people who work on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'll be using names of actual candy. And I will describe everyone on the show. Let us begin. Let us start with Shirley. She's a peppermint patty. Now, in order to get that Kit Kat, you got to have a big payday. (laughs) It's like you're a psychic or something, Uncle Steve. Yeah. Keep using that baby talk. (laughs) You got to have a big payday, like a hundred grand. (laughs) You ain't got the money. You just a milk (laughs) dude. You nailed it, Uncle All right, Shirley. Hey, let's move on. Then there's Carla. My little arm at Jordan. (laughs) 
Dark chocolate <laughs> almond joy. <laughs> and she's married to old Henry. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and they got together and compilated and had themselves a little baby Ruth. Oh, <laughs> so little baby Ruth is at the house. <laughs> but some days, if you cross her, it can go really bad for you. Yeah. And she becomes a real sour patch. <laughs> <laughs> but on her best days, you can hear her in the background. Just being a jolly wretch. Well, then there's Junior. (laughs) We like to call him Junior Mint. (laughs) Most days he just sits over there and he snickers. (laughs) Or bust out in old Laffy (laughs) Tap. Now, Junior is a part of the Three Musketeers. Yeah. That would be Tommy, Jay, and Junior. Yes. Hi, everybody. Junior <laughs> Mint. Speaking of Tommy, Uh-oh. Tommy can be a real dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's a good uh, yes, it is. <laughs> or sometimes you get an attitude, he's just a real sour talk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then when he snap extra hard, he becomes a salted almond bar. <laughs> I'm going to kill Jay. <laughs> this. Then there's the newcomer to the show, Jay Anthony Brown. He's a diabetic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that makes him what? A sugar daddy. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> Shirley, you're ruining the bit. This ain't about to laugh. This is candy. Now, he don't care for the black cow or the Tootsie Roll. Uh Uh-uh. That boy just like white chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and that leaves me. Used to be my favorite candy, too. I'm just a big old box of good and plenty. (laughs) With a lot of zeros behind my chest. Some days I'm an almond joy. Uh-huh. Mm. Some days I'm just a nutter butter. Oh, <laughs> Those are good. But huh? no matter what, I'm dynamite. CEO, mm. which means I'm the big boss. Yay! Yay! I love oh, this, this has been Steve Harvey's <laughs> Daytime Stories, the candy edition. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like that interpretation? That was very good, man. That's very good, man. From the mind to the paper to the mouth. That's how it's done. Mm-hmm. That's why this is what? Catch your team. Catch your team. Catch your team, baby. Now, have you always been a diabetic, Jay? No, but maybe about 40, 40 years ago. Oh, so you've had your share of candy yeah, before Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Halloween is coming, and I have a sign. They keep a sign in front of my house for Halloween. Uh-huh. It's a true what? sign. It says... I'm a diabetic. Uh-huh. If I can't have candy, neither can you. <laughs> Take your ass on down here. <laughs> I love that. And come up here with that. What? No kids can't yeah. come and get candy? I'm a diabetic. 
<laughs> that means you can't have yeah. any. If I can't have candy, neither can you. Yeah, yeah. That's like an alcoholic with liquor in the house. Can't hear you, no. <laughs> but what was your favorite candy, though, before? Oh, uh, mm. I can't think, man. It's a tough one. Oh, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. Peppermint Pat. No, my number one candy all time Mm. Reese Cup. Oh, Oh, yeah. I'm right there, witch. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for the king of pranks. He's in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Surely every church got one. Thick and shut in. Yeah, thick and shut in list. Everybody got a thick yeah. and shut in. Yeah. Remember this. Some people have been on that list for years. <laughs> you make me so nervous when you do the church. You what just, we finna do it, run it, cat. Thick and shut in. Hello? I'm trying to be speaking. Uh, you got him. Who is this? Hey, what's my How you yeah, doing today? I'm, I'm doing, I ain't doing too good. You done been over here praying for my wife again, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yes, sir. You done came over here three times in one week. My, my wife had yeah. already went through the operation and all that. She's going to be fine. I don't need you over here praying three times a week because, uh, honestly, I think there's something else on your mind when you come over here praying for my wife. I ain't stupid. Brother, you kind of hold it, brother. This brother This is Well, your wife was on the sick and shut-in list. I never asked you to come by. Reverend hey, requested that I come by. Okay, he ain't requested for you to bring your black to my house for no three times in one week, man. So you can cut that out with me. You can Wait cut that out. Hold it, brother. I came with Sister Georgia the first time. The second time, I came by myself because she wasn't able to come by. And I only stayed 15 minutes each time. So what's the problem? Because I, I already know what you're what you doing. I know you're trying to holler at my wife. I ain't stupid. How about your wife? I have a wife. Why would I help at your wife? She's part of I already, the church I already know what you. I already know what you're doing, man. You up in there you trying to holler my wife. Why ain't no, why no, why nobody at the house? I already know what you're doing. Let me tell you something. Keep your black away from my house. If you want to pray for my wife, you can pray wait for my wait wife. Wait a minute. 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 You can't. Wait a minute. Hold it. You can't talk to me like that. You make me lay hands on That's what you're gonna make me do. Oh no, brother. Ain't gonna be none of that. There ain't going to be none of that. You're talking to the wrong brother now, okay? Now, first of all, you're not going to disrespect me and curse me out, okay? That's not even the way brothers should be talking to brothers. Second of all, if there's any laying on the hands, it's going to be my hands laying on you, okay? You ain't finna lay finna lay. I know what you're trying to lay on my wife. If I find out you mess around with my wife, it's going to be some I know what you're trying to do. You're crazy. I'm just, I'm just letting you talk. I'm going to say it one more time. Keep your black off around my house. You know, first of all, I told you once again, you can't be talking to me like that. Now, I'm trying to be cool about the situation because I know you may be just upset. Okay, I can appreciate that. Okay, I have a wife, and I'd be upset if somebody was coming by visiting my well, wife. Why don't you, why don't you spend more time often. at your house with your wife? I then. do spend my time with my wife. Time? I do. You know, I don't spend maybe, much time. Maybe, I only came by two or three times. Your house. Maybe I need to come by your house and holler at your wife. Well, you welcome to. But maybe I, mean, maybe, maybe I know. need to come, 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 lay some over there on her. Oh, now you're trying to wait do it. Hold it, hold it one minute, hold it one minute. I told you before, you're being disrespectful. Now that was a very idiotic statement for you to make. Okay. That's what's gonna happen if I catch your black 
at my house again. I'm going to play this, man, and then I'm getting off the phone with you. You, your pastor, any more of them dickers, if anybody come by my house again and I ain't there, I'm kicking your black <laughs> That's a promise. You know what? Uh, that's it. Look here, brother. If there's going to be any whooping <laughs> going on, I'm going to be kicking your I'm going to lay my hands on you, and I'm going to give you a good, sanctified <laughs> whooping, and then I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray to heal you by this foot. I'm going to put up okay? Because I've, I've had it with you, you know, and I only went by to, to visit your wife because I was asked to go visit your wife. Now, that was a problem. You should have called the pastor, okay? But you're not going to disrespect me, my wife, the church on the phone. Now, if you want to do somebody, you can meet me any place. Well, I'm, 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 as a matter of fact, I can go anywhere I want in this town. If I be at your house talking to your wife, if the pastor asks me to go, I'm going to be there, okay? I, you, you know, you just, you know, it's, you're just a stupid brother, okay? You need to come to church. You need to come to church. You need to come to church more often. That's the problem. You don't come to church more often. If you come to church more often, you wouldn't be talking to me like that. You wouldn't be worried about me and your wife because there must be something wrong at your house. You'd be worried about me fooling with your wife, okay? So you need to check her. Okay, you need to check her. How about that? Why don't you do that? Why don't you? Why don't you just check her? Okay. Tommy said you the one that's cheating with with my wife. That's that's, that's all I know. Who? Tommy. Tommy said you. Tommy the one. Tommy said you the one that's cheating around with my wife. Tommy, who the who? Who is Tommy? <laughs> Tommy who? Uh, uh, this is nephew Tommy, man. But this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your church member uh, got me to prank phone call. Y'all wrong for that. You know, y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. You know, y'all on the highway to hell. All of y'all. You know, nonstop. No, you know, y'all just, you know, y'all just gone, you know. Ain't no stop sign. You know, I'm finna go. I'm finna pray for all of y'all. All of you brothers. Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey. Brother, wrong for that. Okay. I'm going to check him. I'm going to oh, check man. him. I'm going to go. I'm finna, I don't want to talk to y'all no more. I'm praying hey, for hey, all hey, of y'all. One more thing. Hey, brother, 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 before you go, man, what's, what you got to tell me, what's the baddest radio show in the land, man? Steve Harvey Morning yeah. Show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what? Do you have a will? <laughs> Thank you. Great question, oh, Jay. Yeah. I need to know if that's done. And are we in it? <laughs> yeah, are we in it? <laughs> no, I have no will. I got a. I got, they got life insurance on me. I do know that. Oh, I need to get a will, man. I have to sleep with one eye open. I'll be thinking something going down over here. <laughs> wow. Hey, man, can I get that used Rolls Royce? <laughs> August 2nd, y'all, the nephew, <laughs> Friday night, August 2nd, WDAS, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Sounds like Philly to me are mm-hmm. throwing a summer soiree. Hosted by yours truly, nephew Tommy of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and it's all going down. The same weekend that the Kappa Conclave will be in the city, baby. K-A-S-I, we'll be there. Y'all come hang out with your boy, August 2nd, Friday night. It's a summer soiree. It's a party, y'all. The nephew is hosting that thing, and we're going to have fun. August the 2nd, August the 3rd, I'm on a plane. Headed to Saginaw, Michigan. That's right, Saginaw, Michigan. Michigan. Huntington Event Park at Dow Event Center. 7 o'clock, the show jumps off. You don't want to miss it. Saginaw, the nephew, coming to town. Been years since I've been there. So get ready. Get your tickets. They don't sell right now. August the 30th and 31st, that's Labor Day weekend. Bethesda, blues and jazz. 
supper club. That's what I was waiting for. We were waiting on that one. When are you singing? And what instrument are you playing? And when do you start the comedy set? Because I I don't want to miss any of it. I don't want to miss the blues. I do my first number, Shirley. I do. uh, You'll never uh, find. You'll never find. (laughs) (laughs) Another love like mine. Uh, uh, you know what? Let me throw this in. Following weekend after that, September the 7th, Saturday night, I will be in Greenville. That's right, Greenville, North Carolina. That's at the Greenville Convention Center. Tickets on sale right now. I'm on the road, y'all. As soon as I get through with taping this Ready to Love, my second season of my TV show, I'll be back on the road slanging jokes. That's what I do. I know, dog. That's you be saying jokes, but you told everybody where they can whoop your ass, though. <laughs> That's all I got out of it. Now, let me tell you something. Everybody that run up and try ain't going to win. Ain't going to win, saying, so I got it. All you need is one ass whooping. That's all. <laughs> all right. Thank you, nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A new study suggests that writing a to-do list before bed could improve sleep. All right. Study participants who spent five minutes writing a list of things they had to get done fell asleep nine minutes faster than those who wrote a list of things they already accomplished. Mm -hmm. It is believed that making a to do list may offload those concerns, resulting in less worry before bed. All right. A study out of Baylor University split 57 university students into two groups with both groups asked to take five minutes before bed to make a list. One group was tasked with writing a list of all the things they had to get done in the day or days ahead, while the other had to write a list of what they completed the previous day. Both groups were told to go to bed right after making their lists. So, Steve, here's your question. Do you have trouble sleeping? Are you constantly kept up worrying about things you have to get done? We think we know the answer. sometimes... You know, mm-hmm. I, I do have trouble sleeping about the worries of, you know, my life, what I need to do, what I'm trying to accomplish. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have moments like that. It's not often, mm-hmm. but I do have moments like when I have it, it's usually the reason. Okay. I don't know what else you're trying to accomplish. You're trying to figure out these champagne <laughs> I knew problems, coming. Tommy. <laughs> girl, ask, does he need to accomplish? Do I need what? another jet or... <laughs> Dog, I got a lot that I'm trying to accomplish. What, what, what's on crazy. your dream board this year, dog? Oh, good question. Uh-oh. Good question. Uh, Get your to hurt. revamp and reorganize my uh, company to make it more efficient. My, one of my goals is to hire really top-flight people because I've, I've been generous to a fault. I've given people opportunities who've taken advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I feel sorry for their families and stuff, and I keep them on way past when they should be gone. And for the first time, I'm having a system put in place where people are accountable for accomplishing certain things. And if you don't, then you lose your job yourself. And it takes the onus off of me having to fire somebody. Huh. If you don't perform up to the requirements, mm-hmm. then you lose your position. So, 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 will you actually tell them, or you have someone? Fired in your, again. <laughs> you have someone to say you're fired. No, I, 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 I hear it. I hear that. Well, you know, Why I have. Why would you be fired? A, Go ahead. I mean, Steve. you know, I, I have things in place <laughs> now where I'm I'm not so bogged down with the technical aspects of my life, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that I've been doing wrong for years. Yes. I've been involved in every aspect of my life, which 
helps me because I, I want to have no, but I, it, it worries. It's it just too much. Kind of like micromanaging in, in mm-hmm. terms of being in, in, in involved in everything. Right. And, I don't micromanage uh-huh. because I do give people the freedom, but in giving them that freedom, they've taken advantage of my busyness. Mm-hmm. And so uh-huh. now they know I'm busy, so they never perform. And they just keep getting their check. You know what woke me up? I realized, I said, in my company, I'm the only person who has to come to work. Mm-hmm. Other people can miss. I have to perform. And I have to make the grade. Other people don't have. I have no one else in my company has to do that. That stops. That's on the dream board. Does that answer your question, nephew? Yes, it does. All right. All right, Steve. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Good morning. This is Antrip with the news in Washington. The House Oversight Committee has voted to authorize subpoenas for business-related personal emails and text messages, part of a wide-ranging probe into whether top-level top members of the Trump administration have broken federal records laws by using private accounts for official purposes. Committee chairman is Elijah Cummings. We will own August and make it too hot to handle for the Senate not to take up. There are serious questions about this White House's use a personal email and text accounts, and we must issue these subpoenas to get our answers. Among the top targets are first daughter Ivanka Trump, son-in-law Jared Kutchner, and former White House advisor Steve Bannon. Republicans claim the move is merely political. However, Democrats remind them about how the GOP treated Hillary Clinton for conducting some official business via her private email account. Donald Trump's campaign rallies, you may remember, often ended with his supporters chanting, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. 16 Marines from Camp Pendleton in California arrested for their alleged involvement in several crimes, including human smuggling and drug crimes. Those arrested ranging in rank from private first class to corporal. Meanwhile, authorities say another eight Marines about to be questioned on drug-related charges as part of another case entirely. It's that time. Democrats are marking 200 days since they regained control of the House, and Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her colleagues are not letting the people who sent them to Congress down. We will own August and make it too hot to handle for the Senate not to take up our, our bills. We promised to lower health care costs and have sent 10 bills to the Senate to reduce prescription drugs prices, protect the pre-existing condition, and reverse the GOP sabotage of health care. Nancy Pelosi, by the way, was on the White House steps, and that's where she was getting those laugh, that laughter. Lawmakers are preparing to leave Washington for a five-week break, by the way. Okay, Donald Trump is reportedly forcefully objecting, he says, to Sweden's decision to charge rapper ASAP Rocky with assault. He's asking the government of Sweden to let ASAP Rocky go. Rocky recently charged with assault in connection with a fight he got into with a man he says was following him and taunting him. And ASAP Rocky has other support besides that. The video supports him that they show that this guy apparently was following him. However, some of his support from people chipping away, fans remembering some of the things ASAP Rocky said over the years. For instance, some black folks are remembering how ASAP Rocky responded to the killing of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. ASAP Rocky said, quote, I don't want to talk about no effing Ferguson and stuff because I don't live over there. I live in effing Soho in Beverly Hills. I can't relate. Well, one former fan tweets back, Aesop Rocky said he didn't want to talk about police brutality in Ferguson because he lives in Soho in Beverly Hills and can't relate. Well, I've never been to Sweden. Can't relate. You're on your own, chief. Finally, today is Tell Him All About It Day. Yes, if you have anything to say, tell him about it today. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, it's time for something funny, of course, and uh, we're going to yeah. go. Junior, you're up first yeah. with Truth Be Told. <laughs> truth the phone Be call. Told. Truth Be Told, I can't help you. But let me take a phone call I got this weekend. And I, you know, I love I love Pete. Pete uh-huh. from the old neighborhood uh-huh. called me. Been going to the doctor, got some bad news. Uh-huh. But I'm not the person to call when, when you get some bad news. When you give me bad news, I get you right off of me and right back on to you. That's what I do when I get bad news. So, so Tommy P called me, man. He's like, man, dog got a bad heart. Bad he said, doctor say I'm going to have to have a heart transplant. Right then I said, hey, Pete, breathe slow. <laughs> really? Really? Hey, hey, you got the information for the bad heart. We can't upset you no kind of way. Your heart not good right now. So you need to take your time. Make this last as long as you can. Just breathe slow. You got a bad heart? He got bad. I got big lips. Yeah. Where we at? Yeah. yeah. Look at his. Hey, he's another equal. step. They ain't got to be equal. He just talking about what he got. Let me tell you what I got. Let me take it a step but first. He, I gave him some good advice. Huh? Right. Is he dying? Having big lips I, is, cannot kill you eventually. We didn't make it Damn that far. Middle. Whether Damn he dying or not, we didn't make it that far. But I understand bad heart and heart transplant because I think you won't mind. You get your mind off of this heart right here. So I just want to let you know. As a matter of fact, Pete, you don't find nothing else funny because if you get revved up, you taking time off that heart. As a matter of fact, the next relationship you get into got to work. Because you can't afford no heartache. You can't you can't have none of that. Matter of fact, Pete, when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. sleep light. Because a deep sleep might be too much work on that, that one heart. Just want you to understand. Truth be told, I understand where you're coming from. I just ain't the one to help. That's you all. got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. It ain't my fault. No, not at all. I, I can't help wow. you. Yeah. You yeah. got on and off the line with it. No, is it? <laughs> no, I'm sorry to hear not that. Not, uh, not, not Pete. Have you seen a doctor? Have you if you knew what Pete did, that's going to raise his heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even read your bill. <laughs> you, you can't get revved up no kind of way, Pete. heart rate going to go up. Are you that's on any medication? Day. None of that came mm-hmm. to mind. Huh? No, surely <laughs> is. You can't have this one. That's all I thought about. <laughs> if you knew what Pete did to get the bad heart. That's why he was calling you in the first place. That's what I thought. He's looking for a heart. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Like a tin man. <laughs> huh? Oh, Pete been doing a lot of bad things for a very long time. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Now, now he's talking about dog, man. He's talking about I need a new heart. Hey, Pete, breathe slow, bro. <laughs> Just breathe slow. Hey, wow. Pete, I can't help you. <laughs> now, you ain't getting it over here. All right, Junior, your life. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, introduce Jay. It's time for a murder, another hit. Get up, everybody! Get you ready! <laughs> take offense. Yeah. I take offense, man. I know you do. I take total offense. Man. I think you don't like that, Jay. And we all probably going to take offense after yes. this. No, it's not. This song, uh, this song this here is song, not that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Murder the Hits. Yay. With one of the best and regretful decisions <laughs> I've ever made. Ladies and gentlemen, jamming it, Brian. Okay, see, now this is the song is not, thank you, the song is not that bad today. Okay. I'm not I'm not really insulting anyone. I'm actually making a dedication. The song is dedicated to all the uh, side dads, all the uh-huh. uh, hot papas, all the sugar daddies, 
Splendor Daddy. Daddy. It's time for you to step up and help mm-hmm. out. And I took like, <laughs> took Erica Badu's song, I Can Make Put Your Phone Down. Oh. And and to say a message to what you need to do to help out. Check it out. Here we go. I can help you with them school clothes. I can help you, I can help you, I can help you with the school clothes. I can help you with them school clothes. I can help you, I can help you, I can help you with them school clothes. If, if, if I can get your kids some school shoes. Oh, I can get them, I can get them, I can get your kids some school shoes. If, if, if I can get them pen and paper. Oh, I can get them, I can get them, I can get them pen and paper. If, if I can get your kids a backpack. If I get a little bitty and new school bookies. Now, am I getting that cookie? I can get your kids some bus fare. Oh, I can get it if I hit it. I can get your kids some bus fare. If this goes out to all them brothers out there. We'll get that can you help me call, you know, especially around back to school time. Can you help me? Yeah, I can get it if I get it. Simple. I can get it if I get it. I can get it if I hit it. If I don't get it, I ain't with it. It's very simple. It's very simple. I can help you with school. First time I've ever heard bookies, though. Rhyme with cookies. Sometimes you got to force some words in there. Bookies and cookies. Get a little bitty. I can get it if I get it. Yeah, that's right. The exchange ain't no robbery. That's my dad used to say that. The exchange ain't no robbery. The You heard that before? What? The exchange ain't no robbery. Right. It's that time of year, though, because they've been getting that coffee. Can you help me? Nah, they, they don't add, they just throw it out there. I'll show me some help with these cougars. <laughs> help me with these cougars. Yeah, boy. Hey, boy, it's good to hear from the single man on the show. What did so, say, Junior? What did he say? I can help him with school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can help you with them school clothes. Don't worry. That's Little man do. be dressed, too. New <laughs> <laughs> sneakers. Yeah. That Junior, that Junior being there looking just like you. <laughs> just, just like you. They always look like who bought you know, the clothes. I bought, in, I bought in these jeans just like I got. Oh, my goodness. No, you didn't. Uh, so cute. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, call it don't make sense to you. You can't be calling. <laughs> you walk in the living room, call him your daddy. Say daddy. Man, I had a girl do that one time. This little boy Wait, what? Mr. Dad. I had a girl do that to me one time. Uh, have her I was little about boy. Twenty three years old. And all this girl, the boy came in and said, "Hey, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you don't know who you talking to. No, I ain't got no kids. I'm so scared of that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I got dark. I got them never went back. 
<laughs> and she was fine, too. Whoa. Oh, no, what you're not going to do is call me daddy. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. no. I, I ain't got nothing to help nobody with. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy's prank phone call will be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, don't forget today's strawberry letter is on tap. But first, the nephew in the building with the prank phone call. What you got, king of pranks? Uh, work husband. Oh. Y'all understand that, don't you? Work husband. Work husband. Wow, I said my W. Did you hear that? I did. You her, her what? Yeah, I did. It was so natural, I didn't even notice it until you brought yeah, it he up. He didn't notice it. Uh-huh. It scared him. He focused and said now. Mm. <laughs> work her... <coughs> One more time. Work her husband. It's not work. the husband where you have the issue. Yeah, you ain't even got to say <laughs> husband. Yeah. Work husband. Where? Where? Where are you ER? here? No, I wasn't. <laughs> work, 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 Work. Stop blowing before you say it. He went to class. He went to a W class to try to. Yeah, he went to that. Yeah, he flunked. Uh, how long was the class? A week? Oh. Work, husband. That how was, was that? It was that I didn't hear it. Yeah, that was almost there. Yeah. I didn't hear what? it. Work, husband. Mm-mm. <laughs> you made me start over. Damn. Are we going to hear the prank? Yeah, let's play it. Quir- play it. Just play it. Hey. <laughs> he can say play. He can say play. And he can say husband. <laughs> Just run it, man. frustrated. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, 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 Gary. Gary. Who is this? Hey, this is Tony, man. I uh, I work with your wife, Pam. Is, is she all right? Oh, yeah, she's fine. She's fine, man. I'm... I, I'm, I'm one of her coworkers, man. I wanted to reach out to you. Um, you know, I've been working with her quite some time. I'm, I'm kind of like what they call a, a, a work husband, man. She, you, you may have heard her mention me before, Tony. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up. Because I, I may be a little sleep. What did you say? A, a husband? No, 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 no. Nothing like that, man. There ain't but one husband here. Okay, no, I got that. I'm a work husband. You know, you know, like you know, it'd be just some, something playful at the job. They be saying playful at the work. What are you talking about? Well, you know, just just some you know playful they be saying. You know, uh, uh, when you hang around somebody a lot, they say he's a work husband or your work wife. You know, something like that. But nothing, nothing, nothing heavy, nothing heavy at all, man. Oh, okay. all right. Uh, what's, what's up, man? I mean, what's up? Well, well I was calling, man, trying to ask you uh, uh, how how long um, how long have you and Pam been married? <laughs> wait, wait. What's your, what's your name again? My name is Tony. Oh, okay. Um, we've been married about eight or nine years. I mean, what's up? How, how, how long do you do? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much longer do you see y'all y'all being married? <laughs> I, I kind of do mind you. I, okay, what? Hold up. How'd you get this number again, man? Like, I got, no, I got the, I got the number out of uh, out of Pam's phone, man. I wanted to call you myself. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back out of out of my wife's phone. Yeah. Dog, I don't I don't even ask out. Hold on. Whoa. Why are you in my wife's phone, man? No, dude. I mean, I, I just got it off a desk, man. I wanted to, I wanted to, um, you know, I, I wanted to reach out to you, man, and kind of have, a, like, a private conversation with you. That's all. For what? First of all, why are you in my wife's phone? You calling me? Dude. I mean, this, 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 how, this, this husband thing? It's really, it's really blowing me right no, now. No, no, it's just, no, it's just, really a, work, it's just I mean, a work husband, man. That's all it is. What is a work husband? What are you What are you doing with my wife? 
you know, that's just like, you know, like, you know, I'll bring her some coffee and donuts to the job or, you know, get her some lunch and I mean, stuff, man, if she don't feel like going. Like my wife don't even like donuts. And, and we got a new coffee machine just two weeks ago. So why are you bringing my wife food? Hey, man, listen, really, I, really, I basically, I, I just called for this here. How long, how long do you foresee y'all being married? To death do us part. What the do you mean? How long we gonna be married? What's your name again? Tony. Tony, man. Tony. 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 I don't give a damn. You asking me these? Hold on. Let, let, let me let me call my wife. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. wait. Say, say, hold on. Hello. Hello. Gary. Damn. Gary. Look, Pam. You better call me within two minutes. Right now it's ten thirty-eight. You better call me by ten forty, or your black be sleeping outside. Hello. Now, now, now Tory. Hello. Now, yes. Are you but why there? you do that? Why you call her, man? This this won't be a conversation me and you having together. No, 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 no. Are you talking about you? You, my wife's work husband. It ain't but one husband up in here. One. I she understand. Got my last name, that's, that's and she just... don't keep it till death do us part. Now I'm glad you called me on a Friday. I'm so glad because I got all weekend to think about that whooping I'm gonna give you. Cause this out here now. Hey man, hey man. All I'm trying to figure out. How much longer do you think you want to be married to her? Oh, oh yeah, this woman going to be phenomenal. Uh, you better get right with Jesus on Sunday, because I guarantee you, you're going to meet him Monday morning. Hey, hey, I'm hey, listen, all I'm trying to say, early. man, if you... If I'm you, taking if my you, wife up there early, and I want to see your black I'm just trying to adult. All I'm saying is if you didn't want to be, be married to her any longer, then maybe we could work something out. That's all I'm asking, well, man. I'm just trying to have a to night. Work out, partner. All we need to work out is be there Monday, because I'm sure the hell going to be there bright and early Monday waiting for your work husband, my Okay, look, man, I'm not going to sit there and go back. I'm, I'm not trying to, look, all I'm trying to do is have a deeper man-to-man conversation with you, man. All right? You don't call me talking about you bringing my wife donuts and coffee and all up in her phone. This ain't no decent conversation. Hey, man, I, I'm her work husband, dog. Everybody, everybody, most people have a work husband or a work wife, man. That's that's known in the corporate world. A work husband. You hear what I'm saying? What? A work husband and you. I'm going to be there Monday, 8 o'clock. Hey, man, I'm not finna see and go back. Look, you know what? I'm, I'm finna just call Pam. I just call Pam. Oh, she probably called me back in about a minute. In 15 seconds, we're going to wait for her to call me back. Work husband, my something this on a Friday. Okay, well, that, uh, it, was just a, it was just a question, man. I'm just trying to see if you didn't want to, maybe we could work something out. So, if, if I find out if there's any truth to anything you're saying, oh, it's going to be a lay down night tonight. You, ain't nobody finna do nothing to my baby. I mean, ain't nobody finna do baby. nothing to Pam. What, did you just call my wife your baby? No, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Hey, Monday, Mr. Work Husband. Hey, man, I'm not being I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. No, you ain't got nothing to say to me. Say Stop. Monday. I, no, Monday. no, no. I got something else I need to say to you. Are you listening? You better talk to Jesus, because I'm going to be up there Monday at 8. Okay, I got I got one more thing I need to say. Is you you ain't got nothing to say to me except Monday. I, got, I do got one more thing to say to you. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I said, is you listening? I'm listening, Mr. Workhouse. Well, guess what I want to tell you? Tell me. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother, Eric. Son of a Eric put you up to this. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I'm so glad this is a joke. Because <laughs> somebody was about to die. <laughs> I'm going to see Eric's so. <laughs>
You all right, man? Oh, man, that's a good one. You all right? Oh, I need a drink. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Yeah, man. Hey, I got one more thing I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all crazy. <laughs> All right, what y'all think? Crazy. Carla is my work work quite. Ooh, what? Oh, she, I bet Ooh, she I don't want to be. <laughs> Ask her. Do you have a problem being my yes. work oh, quite? No. <laughs> yes. About to be married to your stupid bitch. I want a new why? husband. Well, why? one, you can't you say work. Being... That's embarrassing, why? Carla. Why, why is why? your word? That's got an H in it. Carla's embarrassed. <laughs> you can't say work. That's A. Work wife. What? And you're struggling with wife. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what? And you need air for that one. Well, I tell you what, I got something that's going to be a little more pleasant for What's you. August darling? the 2nd, Friday, I got a party, a full-fledged party, mm -hmm. that I am hosting for the one and only WDAS Summer Soiree. Yeah. Sounds like Philly to me, baby. So come, if you're coming to Philadelphia, you're going to be there for the Cap Alpha Psi Returning Incorporated, the Conclave going on that weekend. We will be at the Grand Ballroom, 3801 First District Plaza in Philadelphia. It's a party. Ooh, it is yeah. not a comedy show. It is a party. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Hart. <laughs> Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, it's time. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Woo! This is my kind of letter. Let's go. No, it's not. Subject, my mom. My mama? My mom might be a side piece. We ain't talking about my mama. No, so right. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, and oh, hey, Tommy. <laughs> That's what it says. Hey, Tommy. Okay, let's get to it. Because she want to be just like her mother. Uh, I, I don't think so, though. I, I think you'll, I think you'll uh, in the letter. find something different in this letter. My mom is 52 years old, and she's been dating this guy for 10 years. He's very good to her. He whines and dines her and spoils her with gifts and money. He also attends our family events and holiday celebrations with her. Whenever I need anything, he's been there for me. So here's my issue. He lives three hours away, and when he comes to visit my mom, he rarely stays a full weekend with her at, our, at her house. He has two children, but my mother has never met them. He says he is divorced, but I don't believe him. My mom has visited him many times, but she's only stayed at his condo once. He's a doctor, and he works long hours, and he's often on call on the weekends. Because of this, he insists that he stay at a closer hotel, at a hotel closer to the hospital, just in case he has to rush in to work. She usually talks to him when he's at his office, and he always calls from a blocked number. He rarely calls her from his cell phone. That just doesn't sound right to me. How is my mom okay with that? And why does she get upset? Why doesn't why does she get upset when I bring it up? My mom is a very smart woman and she's usually a great judge of character. So code cracker, please tell me how I can get through to my mom. I don't want her to waste another 10 years of her life on this man. Please help. Well, I got to tell you this daughter, uh you love your mom. That's quite obvious. Uh you want the best for your mom, just like I'm sure your mom would want the best for you as her daughter. But this is your mom's business, and you're her daughter. You know, you're going to have to stay out of your mom's business. Um, 
you can suggest and and let her know how you feel, but this is your mom's issue. I mean, you know what's up. Uh, I, I think you're very insightful as a daughter. Guess what? Your mom knows what's up, too. Uh, she really does. She knows, but after being in it for 10 years, and yeah, she's known it for quite some time, 10 years, she... She's in it, okay? She's used to it. She doesn't want to stop it. She doesn't want to leave. She doesn't want to change her life. This is a life she's come accustomed to. She's she's become accustomed to and grown into. She's comfortable with this life. As parents, yes, we set examples for our kids. We do. Your daughter, uh, you as her daughter, you're, you're seeing her actions loudly and clearly. You're wondering where her self-respect is. You're wondering how and why she signed up for this situation. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds clear that this man is married. She, your mom has never met his kids after 10 years. Uh, you know, the hotel situation where he stays, the excuse he gives her for staying at the t- hotel, all of that sounds like this is a married man and your mom is a side piece. But only your mom can decide, you know, whether or not she wants to get out. All you can do is her daughter is suggested, but, you know, she's a mom. You're the daughter. You got to stay out of her business. Steve? Well, my mom may be the side piece. Well... All right. Your mama, 52 years old. She grown. She know what's going on. She been dating a guy for 10 years. He's very good to her. He wines and dines her, spoils her with gifts and money. He also, now here's, he also attends our family events mm. and holiday celebrations with her. Come on. That is a, usually a telltale sign that a man is married when you never see him at the family events right. and you never see him at the holiday celebrations. That's usually the telltale sign. But he's at these events, and I know why. Whenever I need anything, he's been there for me. So here's my issue. He lives three hours away. When he comes to visit my mom, he rarely stays a full weekend with her at her house. He has two children, but my mother has never met them. He says he's divorced, but I don't believe him. My mom has visited him many times, but she's only stayed at his condo once. He's a doctor, he works long hours, and he's often on calls on the weekend. Because of this, he insists that he stay at a hotel closer to the hospital (laughs) just in case he has to rush into work. Good doctor. Right. Now, let's stop right here. (laughs) Let's just back up a little bit. If he's so concerned with being called in to work, Therefore, mm-hmm. he stays at a hospital, hotel closer to the hospital. Why did he buy his condo so far away mm-hmm. from the hospital? Uh-oh. If that's your concern, you would have bought a house closer to the damn hospital. Right. But it's only a concern when you come to visit and you've been to the condo once. That's because all the coast was clear mm-hmm. that one time. He lives three hours away. When he visits, he rarely stays a full weekend because he done told somebody he on call down at the hospital. That's what that is. Killing his life. He attends family <laughs> events and holiday celebrations with her because he's a doctor. Come on, Steve. And you can say, I'm on call. Mm-hmm. Ah. I'm working over the holidays. So you can make it if you a doctor. Now, somebody back at the house has had to understand this because they are the beneficiary of a wonderful lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So they putting up with it. 
Now, your mama is also a beneficiary <laughs> of a wonderful lifestyle, so she putting up with That's it. That's right. I want you to know that everybody know what's going on except his wife. Doctors need love too. Steve. Oh, did I say wife? Yeah, you uh-huh. did. Uh huh. Everybody know what's going on except the wife. Yeah, his mom sure certainly knows. I hope you I'll never be need back medical. with the rest of I hope you to never Tommy's need medical dismay. Assistance. I know, man. Just killing this man life. <laughs> Perfect life. We'll be back at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's go, Steve. Come now, on, part let two. Let me get back to this letter. Yeah. Unlike my, my nephew. Mom might be a side piece. Who is not the thankingest person I've ever met. Who is insisting <laughs> that I'm killing this man's wonderful life? Yep. I, I totally disagree. I just hope you never need medical assistance. <laughs> this, <laughs> this man's life will continue just the way it is. Because the only one that has to keep going along with this is this letter writer's mama who is 52 years old who already know what's going on. And the reason she's angry with her daughter when her daughter brings it up she gets upset because now you know what she know. And she don't want to deal with it with you. She wants to deal with this problem and situation all her own. This man has given her a lifestyle, yeah. moments of happiness that she's unable to find anywhere else. And she'll never find it anywhere else because you'll never be able to meet Mr. Right while you dating Mr. Wrong. So, look, Tommy, regardless as to how you want to put this, let me try to save your marriage before you mess this up. I'm not. not. Your stupid ass. This is not about Tommy. Just shut up. It is because he he always want to be supportive of the cheater. Then when one of them get busted, now he looking all crazy talking about what he did wrong. (laughs) This man right here, this 52-year-old woman knows what's going on with this. Uh-huh. 10 years of dating a divorced yeah. man and you ain't met his kids yet Come on. in 10 years. You mean at none of the holidays Can I ask you something? and none of the family reunions, Tommy family events, you, have you Steve. met this guy? What do you want? What do the cheering have to do with their relationship? <laughs> the the cheering, <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> the cheering is just another issue which solidifies what the daughter is thinking, <laughs> that something is wrong, yes. that you dated a man for 10 years and never met his kids, and he divorced. You would think a man who was in love with you would want to say, hey, kids, I want you all to meet this woman that I'm in love with. I'm considering having a life with her. But he ain't going to make that announcement because he can't have a life with her because he got a life with their mama. Yep. Now you get it, nephew? But you're stupid, son. <laughs> Disgust. I know Steve is so mad right now. Now, whenever I need anything, he's always been there for me. Yep. That's why you've let it go on so long. For 10 years. Yep. Oh, letter writer, you got something to do with this too. Uh-oh. Because it was good to you. Mm-hmm. Now, you done got a little bit older and you ready to stop. But the problem is, it's easy for you to stop because you ain't in love with the doctor. But your mama is, though. The fact that he lives three away, three hours away, ain't got nothing to do with it. He say he divorced, but I don't believe him. Your mama don't know. Your mama know he ain't divorced. But your mama like what she's in. Would you stop with the breathing? He's a doctor and he worked long hours. A good doctor. 
Why does she get upset when I bring it up? I told you that. My mom is a very smart woman. Not when she thinking with her heart. Only when she thinking with her head is she smart. So, Cold Cracker, please tell me how I can get this through to this my mom. You can't. Your mama in love. Your mama know this. I got news for you. Your mama actually smarter than you. (laughs) Until she... Until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's right. Ain't nothing going to change. You ain't cracked no damn code. (laughs) All right, Steve, listen, we got to go. Leave well enough alone. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at MyGirlShirley. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay Anthony Brown, it, it's, yes. it's time for something funny. Now, you put this together, drive yeah, through workers. Yeah, I, I thought it might be cool that we salute different types of workers. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of workers listen to the show, cafeteria workers, doctors, beauticians. So today we're going to salute the people who work the drive through and okay. the ignorant like stuff mm-hmm. they hear. Okay. Every right. day. <laughs> it, they hit us every day. All right. All right. For okay. instance. Let's go. Mm-hmm. No need to cuss, sir. <laughs> Breakfast <laughs> is over. Okay? <laughs> okay? All right. Why, why, y'all, why y'all not sir? Because it's, it's 2 o'clock, sir. We're not serving breakfast anymore. Junior, you got one? <laughs> this is something that a lot of drive-thru workers go through that they have they have every to. Day. Every day. Every day. Sir, you're going to have to get that muffler fixed so I can hear you. <laughs> I can't get this order in if you don't get the muffler fixed. <laughs> That's every day. That's a good one. Tell me you got one, man. Sir, I cannot sell you two nuggets by themselves. We sell them in 10, 12. Come on now. I can't just give you two nuggets. I just want to get two nuggets and be gone. I can't do that, man. Steve, what you got, man? Sir, did you read your order on the screen? (laughs) (laughs) It's on the screen. <laughs> We're dealing with drive-thru workers, what they have to hear every single day. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Miss, you bought one large fry. You want 20 ketchups? Really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> you want you want 20? 20? You want... <laughs> Just wasting ketchup. Yeah. Just uh, wasting ketchup. Uh, I'll te- <laughs> tell you what, this is one that, that he, I know they deal with. Uh-huh. Pull up there, the lady start talking, somebody else talking about, ma'am, look, who's ordering? You or the baby? <laughs> I can't hear both of y'all. Mm. Who is ordering? <laughs> I hear that with that. Salute to, we salute the, the people here to drive. What else you got? Come on, nephew. Uh, uh, ma'am, I can't give you 30 extra napkins so you can change your baby diaper. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that, man. I can't do that, okay? We can't just give away these napkins like that. Wow. You're wrong for that. Uh, Steve, you're up. <laughs> we McDonald's. We don't make Whoppers. <laughs> <laughs> Now that has happened to everyone. I before. know that has happened. Everyone, yes. Uh, uh, Come on, Steve, close it out. Drive through workers. Well, we feel you now. We really do. One, yes. One. Come on. Close it out. This the damn toy. I don't pack it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, yeah, we feel your pain, drive-through workers. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. These are Steve Harvey's rules for living with someone till you get on your feet. These are do's and don'ts. Okay. Come on. Some things you need to keep in mind. Here's one right here. Your goal every day is to make it seem like you there, but you not. That works, yeah. That's your goal. That's when it. you wake up, yeah. get it in your mind. Yeah. How do I? Get out the way. Be him, uh-huh. but look like I ain't here. Right, right. Because uh-huh. you mess around, get asked to leave now. You don't want that. Here's another one. Uh-huh. This is very important. Your car uh-huh. should never block me in. Keep it one on I can't want to go out and I go out there and your car in the damn way. You in there sleep. Yeah. Yeah. In I fact, that. I got news for you. Your car shouldn't even be in front of the house. <laughs> okay. okay. Park time. up the street and walk down to where you live. Uh, Rent free. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Round the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Park at the uh, up the street at the parking lot at <laughs> yeah. the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If okay. you watching TV in the other room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Your laugh should not be where I can hear. Laugh and silence. You better lay down the law. Don't be in there just just gut bucket. This should be your laugh. Learn how to laugh like this. Let me show you how you laugh when you're in other people's house. You You can't be enjoying their TV and all this. This is how you laugh. <laughs> what if it's real funny? T? Yeah, what if they're watching the Kings of Comedy? Yeah, or something? Right <laughs> that's it. That's gonna be hard. Yeah, Steve would put me out. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh-huh. I don't give a damn what you watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh-huh. Don't let me walk in the house and have to tell you to get out of my chair. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Uh, yeah, you uh-huh. should only sit. I'm gonna tell you the areas you ought to sit in. Okay. The kitchen, uh-huh. <laughs> your bedroom, uh-huh. and occasionally yeah. in the bathroom. Occasionally. <laughs> Don't be taking reading material in there with you. Yeah. yeah. You focus. Uh-huh. Focus. <laughs> Stare at the toilet tissue roll. Handle your business. Get up. Get out. <laughs> Get up, get out. If you didn't put it in the fridge, don't touch it in the fridge. Oh, that's, that's, big. The oh, that's, that's the main one. That's right the one there. right there, that's boy. You bought yeah. one cola, that's all you reach in there and touch. Yeah. Don't be yeah. shifting stuff around, looking <laughs> all in the back, reading labels. You didn't you didn't put it in there, get your hands off. Man. <laughs> when you come home from work, uh-huh. go right to your room. Don't go around the house. <laughs> You ain't paid for nothing in here. Straight to your room. But you all down the hallway looking at art. Not art. You're all down the hallway who, looking at who what? Who is this in the picture? The, hey. That's my damn grandmama. Quit asking why, about her. Why are you roaming around? Right? Yeah, roaming. Listen to me. If I'm watching TV. Uh-huh. And I get up and walk out that room, don't change that damn chair. <laughs> that don't mean I'm gone. I'll be back. Don't change that damn chair. 
Matter of fact, if we sitting there watching it together and I doze off, <laughs> you watch what I was watching before I doze off. Well, let me open my eyes and National Geographic is gone. <laughs> I should wake up to what I went to sleep to. That's right. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. So right. let me catch National Geographic. I like it. I like it. I love it, Steve. Here's one more. Mm-hmm. He's so serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has happened to him. Matter, matter of fact, let me make this last. Mm-hmm. You can only have company where the company lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they cannot come over here. Yeah. Can, so have over here. House, so. can I have company? Hell yeah. Wherever they stay, you go and be in the uh company of your company all you want. But your yeah. company can't come to hell over here. Don't uh, you walk in here and see some people here. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so there's this website called MorningConsult.com. It came out with the most loved sports media personalities, like a list of who's the most beloved on down the list. They found that Peyton Manning is the most beloved personality in sports media right now. Now, would you guys beg to differ with that? I don't. I okay. Don't. No, I don't. Yeah. Well, you know why it is, though? His commercials, All Jay. his commercials. Ab- exactly right. All the most love. Uh-huh. Yeah. People really love his commercials. Sports media personality. Yeah, the it's, most it's, loved. It's, it's Serena, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not mad at you about uh, that. Media personality. Yeah. Personality. Yeah. That, well, that's, uh, Serena, I'll let to me. So yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people love Peyton Manning's uh, commercials, Tommy. And Serena has a couple of commercials out. That Lincoln commercial is really mm-hmm. cute. But anyway, they love his guest appearances and his shows. Now, rounding out the top five are uh, Al Michaels, Dan Patrick, Jim Nance, uh, Charles Barkley. <laughs> what? Yes. My yes. man Charles yes. is in the top five? Yes. If he yes. was here, he'd probably say something like this. Uh, Ernie ain't made the top five. Uh, 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 right now, Shaq ain't making in the top five. Kenny not in there. Uh, uh, I'm only in the top five. That's all I need to know. <laughs> hey, what about Stephen A. Smith? Stephen, Smith, Stephen A. Smith not in the top five. <laughs> Ain't none of them in the top five. <laughs> All right, Charles. Thank you, Charles, and congratulations. Buckley, Thank man. you very much. Thank you. You're one of the most loved sports media personalities, okay? All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny, of course, and uh, we're going to yeah. go. Junior, you're up first yeah. with Truth Be Told. <laughs> truth the phone be call. Told. Truth Be Told, I can't help you. But let me take the phone call I got this weekend. And I, you know, I love I love Pete. Pete uh-huh. from the old neighborhood uh-huh. called me. Been going to the doctor, got some bad news. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I'm not the person to call when, when you get some bad news. When you give me bad news, I get you right off of me and right back on to you. That's what I do when I get bad news. So, so Tommy Pete called me, man. He's like, man, dog got a bad heart. Bad he said, doctor say I'm gonna have to have a heart transplant. Right then, I said, hey, Pete, <laughs> breathe slow. Uh, <laughs> really, really. Hey, hey, you got the information for the bad heart. We can't upset you no kind of way. Your heart not good right now, so you need to take your time, make this last as long as you can. Just breathe slow. You got a bad heart. He got bad. I got big lips. Yeah. Where we at? Yeah. Where we at? Look at his. His another equal? step. They ain't got to be equal. He just talking about what he got. Let me tell you what I got. Let me take a step first. I gave some good advice. Huh? 
Right. Is he dying? Having big lips cannot kill you eventually. We didn't make it that far. Whether he dying or not, we didn't make it that far. But I understand bad heart and heart transplant because I think you won't mind. You get your mind off of this heart right here. Because I just want to let you know. As a matter of fact, Pete, you don't find nothing else funny because if you get revved up, you taking time off that heart. As a matter of fact, the next relationship you get into got to work because you can't afford no heartache. You can't, you can't have none of that. Matter of fact, Pete, when you go to sleep, sleep light. Because a deep sleep might be too much work on that mud hole. Just want you to understand. Truth be told, I understand where you're coming from. I just ain't the one to help. That's you all. got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. It ain't my fault. No, not at all. I, I can't help wow. you. Yeah. You got on and off the line with it. No, it's it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry to hear no, that. No. Uh, not, not Pete. Have you seen a doctor? Have you if you knew what Pete did, that's going to raise his heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even read your bills. <laughs> you can't get revved up no kind of his way, Pete. heart rate going to go up. Are you on any medication? Day. None of that came to mind. Huh? No, surely <laughs> is. You can't have this. That's all I thought about. If you knew what Pete did to get the bad heart. you figured that's why he was calling you in the first place. That's what I thought. He's looking for a heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Like the Tin Man. <laughs> huh? Oh, Pete been doing a lot of bad things for a very long time. Uh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, now now he's talking about dog, man. They talking about I need a new heart. Hey, Pete, breathe slow, bro. <laughs> Just breathe slow. Hey, wow. Pete, I can't help you. <laughs> no, you ain't getting it over here. All right, Junior, your life. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. It's been a great day. (laughs) So, Steve, now it's time for you to take us home with your closing remarks. Uh, My closing remarks today uh, are going to be based around the value of yourself. I think this is important. Tommy sent this to me, you know, a billboard. And it really triggered me to think, and I'm going to share that with you. But it all pertains to the value of yourself. This can pertain to you in terms of reaching your goals, your dreams, or in business. And this is for you to consider in the relationship of love. It is amazing to me how I talk to people and people talk about how they're being treated and handled and represented and dealt with and how they can't seem to get nobody to see their value and their worth. And I'm sitting up there going, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't try to get someone to see something in you that you don't see in yourself. It starts with you. You know, you've all heard the saying, Uh, beauty is on the inside. It's not just skin deep. That's true. Confidence is not an outward emotion. It's something that starts from within. Everything starts from within and it exudes and, 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 and manifests itself in the outward shape or form. So if you want people to value you, you must first value yourself. I tell my daughters all the time, you can train a man how to treat you. Well, daddy, how do you train a man? You just don't accept bad treatment from him. 
if you don't accept bad treatment from him, little girl of mine, then guess what? He can't keep giving it to you. A person can only treat you the way you allow them to do it. If you don't accept a man coming to pick you up late all the time, but you stop going with him every time he late, the next time he want to go out with you, he got to be on time. Now, if he don't want to be on time, then guess what? You don't go out. You've trained him how to treat you. And if he don't line up with what you want, then guess what? He's not for you. At least you don't have to be mistreated the way he want to treat you by simply not allowing him to treat you any way he wants to. You cannot have high value for yourself and expect someone else to have a high value of you. That goes into the same thing with business. You can't go in and ask for a raise if you don't think you deserve one. What would cause you to walk in there and ask for a raise if you don't think you deserve one? If you don't have the facts to back up a raise, you can't want more money just because you done spent all the money you had. You got to go in there and ask for a raise because you can show value to the company. You're worth this much more to the company. The company has become this because of you. Then you can show your value. Then you can go in there with a raise and you can go in there with some confidence with the raise. It happens with goals and dreams. If you aim too low, your problem is you might hit it. But I'm going to say that for tomorrow. So it's what you think of yourself, how you value yourself that matters most. Now let me tell you what was sent to me. And listen to this real careful because this is going to register with a lot of people. Listen to me. If you aren't being treated with love and respect, check your price tag. Maybe you've marked yourself down. It's you who tells people what you're worth. Get off the clearance rack and get behind the glass where they keep the values. It's you who tells people what you're worth. Get off the clearance rack and get behind the glass where they keep the value. Stop acting like you a sidewalk sale. Stop acting like you can be picked up at the swap meet. Stop acting like you belong in the junkyard. You a new car. Don't act like an old car. I don't care how old you are. To somebody, you got to be a new car. Stop putting yourself on the sales rack when clearly you deserve full price. If you lower the value for yourself, that's what we'll pay for you. And that's how we'll treat you. And that's how we respect. If you don't respect yourself, if I see you constantly disrespecting yourself, then you're going to turn to me and demand respect. How, how does that work? Be that be a coat where they got the lock on it. See, you can't take me off the rack and just try me on. That, no, that ain't how this works. See, but now you go over there to that valuable section in the store. You everybody been to Macy's. Mm-hmm. You got that stuff where you got to go get a salesperson to come and unlock it for you to even try it on. That's because they done put a value on that. Or you can go on over there and just put the little shirt on. T-shirts ain't locked up. Anybody can get one. If you steal this T-shirt, it ain't that big a loss. They ain't but $4, pack of three. Come over here by this suede. Come over here by this fur stuff. We got locks on this stuff right here because it has value. We know it has value, so we can't just let you try it on. Stop letting people just try you on. You got it? Put a value to yourself. Maintain it. You determine your value. Don't let other people do it. You do it. All right, those are my closing remarks. Drop the mic. Drop the mic, baby. 
Yeah, Thank you, Tommy. Appreciate you, pimp. Needed that. But that, that I just need thought stars. Yeah, you probably. Hey, man, I, can I tell y'all something? Yeah. What's that? Uh-huh. Announcement. Have a great weekend. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 